This is episode 151 of the Fearless Launching Show. And today we're going to go really personal, really deep, potentially a little bit darker than normal. And we're going to talk about some of the dark sides of launching. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode, I'm here, you and me, we're just here together this week. We do not have another guest in the studio uh, right now. And I really felt compelled to talk to you about something that's that's been on my mind actually for a while now, but I didn't know when I was going to really officially talk about it. And that is the dark side of launching. Because as you can imagine, I work with a lot of different people and a lot of different businesses living loads of different lives, really. And there are some dark moments that we, I think, all face from time to time that, you know, of, of course, everyone has their own idea of what dark is. Uh, I, I certainly don't just mean the launches that don't go well, but I mean the fact that launches really can take a personal toll on you. And if you've ever had a launch where at the end of it, and we'll talk about some of the things that I think happen, because I don't want this to be a, a sob fest today. This isn't a Debbie Downer episode. This is really a a way to talk about some of these darker truths or possibilities to launches that, you know, I, my hope is that you can arm yourself, know that you're not alone, and see that there's really nothing wrong with you. And at the core of fearless launching is about understanding what you're facing when you launch. And it's a pretty big deal. And it's a pretty, um, it can it can be, but it doesn't have to be the be all end all most difficult thing you do in your business. And sometimes I think, yeah, that was a hard launch. Or sometimes I think, wow, that was a really easy launch. So this is not about how launches are so hard and you shouldn't launch. But I do want to talk to you about the personal toll that I think that we all know and the roller coaster of emotions and and thoughts and different things that you might face as a business owner, as a solopreneur, someone who's has an online business, offline business. I think we all know that there are times in businesses that are up and there are times that are down. So today I'm just going to share with you four different darknesses. 
I don't even know what to call them really, but things that that can happen during launches. But I'm not just going to leave you with the darkness. I'm going to talk to you about some of the ways in which I like to approach those things so that they're not quite as dark, quite as damaging to us um, in the long term. So first of all, let's talk about health issues, health issues, depression, physical sickness, usually caused a lot by stress, but sometimes they don't need to be caused by stress. They might be caused by something else. Um, a launch really pushes you sometimes to your limit. And you're managing, you know, all these details, dealing with your expectations of what's supposed to happen during the launch. Maybe there's a stress of delivering something or making money, something for your family, maybe something to pay your rent. And you know what it can be it can be a lot for actually one person to handle. It just, it really can. And, you know, that's why I understand that, you know, people hire people to help them. Sometimes even having help can be stressful. So what I like to say, instead of delegate, delegate is not my go-to answer for this situation. It's really spend the time before your launch. And this is why a lot of what I teach and fearless launching and with coaching clients is how to build in practices and rituals, things that you do consistently before you launch that really build habits that serve you during that actual launch time. Um, things that include, you know, how you make decisions and being really clear on where you're headed and what your bigger vision is. Very practically, just publishing regular, regular content every week and maybe sending out some regular communication, however that might happen. Um, the rituals that I lean on are my top three every day, my top five of the week. Right now, there's a, those are a little bit out the window due to our imminent move, but those are very key to me staying, and I, and I just continue that during the launch. So it's not just like all of a sudden I have to get productive, all of a sudden I have all the stress, but I'm slowly building and layering on the things that I'm completing, finishing, and the way that I'm doing that. You see, the thing about launches is that we are called to kind of be at our best and to deliver, to create the content, to be publicly available. And that's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. And if you're not used to delivering in any of these ways that I'm talking about, then of course it's going to be difficult. Of course you might end up getting the flu or being in the emergency room after a launch. Also, I do believe that self-care is really important, though that's still one on my list that I have a hard time doing for myself. I have definitely challenges that I face in, you know, just going, I don't know, just sitting on the couch and binging on something. Now this weekend, I did do that a little bit. Ozark is amazing. So if you haven't caught that <laughs> TV show, you've definitely got to go over to Netflix and watch it. I definitely binged all 10 of those episodes. Um, so beyond he so health issues, they're really important. So the more that you can do to really get regular in the way that you're working now. Don't go all or nothing. Just start now by layering the things on that you're doing. Set your top three every day of the things you want to accomplish. Set some deliverables for the week, things you want to finish by the end of the week. Give yourself some self-care. Get those things in motion and working. And then when you're launching, sending out a communication during the week becomes a little less difficult and deciding 
you know, actually even just working out during a launch could be the thing that saves you from getting sick or from getting depressed or being too stressed out so that you can't even make a decision. So health, watch your health people. Um, the second kind of dark side of launching and that we, we often don't really talk about this because everybody's focused on the five-figure, the six-figure launch, the seven-figure launch, whatever. But monetary loss is a reality with launches. And, you know, you're told that you have to invest in yourself, your business, your launches. You got to hire team members, coaches, join masterminds. But you don't think about, here's the thing you don't think about, is that all those things, those people, those investments, you have to be prepared for them to actually bring you nothing. And you have to be okay with that before you even step in the door. So many of the people in my life have done exactly those things. Ran the, you know, $10,000, $20,000 Facebook ad campaign that really wasn't targeted to the right people. Or paid for the six-month coach who, in the end, like, then they, they kind of regretted potentially that decision to sign up with that person. Um, and all those things, it's, it's kind of locked into your expectations. So you don't have to go in thinking, okay, I'm going to lose money on this launch. But you do have to realize that all those things you spend money on, you can't just expect that they're an insta-money generator. Um, cause people have done all these things, done the Facebook ads, really rock their socks off and the end, and then maybe in the end it didn't really work as well as they thought it would. Um, so that's why what I do just to kind of offset monetary loss or the depression about that is that first of all, you got to detach. And second thing is you've got to basically not put all your power in the hands of all these excess, amazing, latest, greatest strategies and go back to the basics, go back to the foundation of what you're, who, what you really are offering and who is it for and ask questions on, okay, how do I want to do this? How do I want to connect with these people? And be curious when something doesn't work, when a not, not a lot of people sign up for the webinar and don't just keep blindly going forward without stopping and asking some questions. I think that alone would result in people having way better outcomes. Um, not to say you can't, you, you should be afraid of spending money on Facebook ads if that's what you want to do, or afraid of buying, you know, hiring a launch manager, or afraid of getting into a course that you think is going to give you all the things. No, those things can actually really help you, but you have got to take that on yourself and know that they're not an instant guarantee. And I think that's really the deal with monetary loss is that we're like, oh, because it feels like, well, I did all the things everybody's telling me to do. But stay curious, stay aware of what's happening. Uh, I actually, I think I have a launch budget download I might need to put at the bottom of this podcast. Because I think that the more you pay attention to the money you're spending related to the launch, the more you're going to be like, oh, maybe my end dollar amount would have been way more because I didn't even need to do that one thing, whatever's on that list of money expenditures. So just be aware of what you're doing. Continually ask questions. If something doesn't feel like it's working or the numbers just plainly show no one is responding to it, whatever that thing is, 
then maybe you need to shift gears. Maybe you need to hit the pause button. I, I just want you to not be afraid to be curious, hit pause and reflect and figure out maybe another path. Go back to those basics and foundation. That's why I, that's why even though it might not be the, the sexiest topic, that is that is one of my, the webinar that I have that you, you guys can actually sign up for that. Um, I'll link it below, but I go back to the basics and foundation because if those are not right, then everything built on that isn't going to be right. All right. So number three, the, the dark side of launching, I think that I think is pretty common, but you'll see why what I've got to say about it is in common is that you definitely see a lot of people, or I do, I'm not going to say you. I see people who finish launches and within a few weeks they want to quit like everything. But this is this is a funny one because it doesn't actually just affect people who have in quote bad launches because bad launches are only, you know, bad launches are in the it's like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. A bad launch is is only a bad in the eye of the beholder. To another person who is outside and seeing someone who's really got an amazing, you know, got a big list, got a big audience, and maybe they make us have a six-figure launch, but to that person, they didn't do have a strong launch. You might be like, geez, that was a really good launch. You want to quit? But here's the thing: just like in your life, you're gonna reach a point in your business or Maybe you won't, but sometimes you reach points where something doesn't work for you anymore. You'll you'll literally want to just throw something out, everything out, and start again. I actually love this idea, though I, I'm not going to do that, but I love the idea of being open to that. And that's why, you know, like I just said before, the asking of the questions, being basically keeping your eye on the bigger vision and continually asking, am I doing this to get there? Or what is the point of doing this thing in the launch? Um, but I do think keeping the eye on the bigger vision is what's going to keep you through these moments where you're going to want to quit because those things happen for so many different reasons. Um, I know that there was a period of time when I was like, gosh, you know, I don't want to teach fearless launching anymore because everybody and their brother seems to have this launch program and I'm kind of tired of it, even, uh, even though I know fearless launching is different. So there always, there are always going to be times when you look around and you just have to understand that you are hyper aware of things that are exact or not exactly like yours, but in the same world as yours. So even though to you, the market feels like it's very saturated, and it may be, it doesn't mean that you still can't offer that. You use that opportunity, that knowledge, that awareness as a way to differentiate and think, oh, yeah, I, um, I'm going to do this, but here's why I'm, what my, what's different about what I'm going to do. Keep asking those questions. Also, I think there is there's something that people forget about big business. And a friend of mine talked to me about this once, and there are always going to be dips in the market. Some years are going to be up, some years are going to be down. And even big companies like Pepsi and Coke face these kind of ups and downs. There are some entrepreneurs, I think, that who put their earnings um, earnings report out every single month. And if you really kind of go back in time, 
you'll see that there too. They go up and down all the time, but did they stop because it went down one month slightly or it went down significantly? No, they celebrate it all because they're still making progress. So just because you're no longer, this is another one, just because you're no longer at a certain phase in your business also, it doesn't mean you can't still help people. And when I say this, what I mean is, you know, we, we often feel like when we're at our most passionate, when we're like really fresh into something, that that's when we can truly help people. But yes, you want to stay passionate about what you're doing, but it doesn't mean you can't help people, even if you've moved on to a different phase in your business. Just because you've decided you're going to have a physical office space and only work with people in person doesn't mean you somehow can't still work with your online audience or still offer things online because you've changed your model. So just remember everything that you've learned is a teachable skill and it's up to other the other people, the people who find value in that to decide if they're going to use that specific skill or path. Um, and so that's what I have to say about that. I, I've dealt with, um, people before who questioned whether they should still teach something because they were no longer using that same strategy. And my feeling is, nope, because it's still legit, it's still a legit strategy. So you got to keep, 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 keep it on. All right. So again, questions, questions, questions. So we had health issues, monetary loss, wanting to quit, the fourth thing that I wanted to talk about today, and really this is kind of a shorter episode, but I thought it was like a good kind of like pause in general and reminder that this, this is out there. It's not just you if you've ever felt this way. It's not just you if you've, if you've experienced any of these things. And there is a way to kind of move forward. So the fourth thing is, is really that life just happens. You know, you and your significant other might have different job challenges or be moving to different areas. Maybe someone gets sick. Maybe you get sick. Maybe your kid gets sick. <laughs> maybe someone loses a job. Maybe you move. Maybe your extended family needs your help with sickness, money, etc. Um, maybe you have to stop everything and be there for them. Maybe you just lose your own spark and you just want to take a break. Who knows? My my feeling on this for, for the number four one is be there for the people in your life. Stop worrying about looking perfect. Embrace all the life stuff as, you know, this is what happens, hey. And ask yourself, again with the questions, what lessons can you learn? Now, I'm moving right now as of this recording, which it's Monday, we move Friday. And let me tell you, I'm fighting for it really hard. It's not all the external stuff. It's, I'm, I've got client stuff that's due on Tuesday, uh, and I've got a beta that I'm trying to make sure stays moving forward and that everyone feels taken care of. And I'm planning a launch in the fall. So yeah, there's always multiple layers of things um, happening on any project, whether it's related to your life or your business. Um, I'm really fighting for this hard, like I said, and it's not all the external stuff. It's all the emotional stuff. It's all family and it's all lots of big change. So life happens. So right now, guess what? I can't launch right now. And in fact, I even told my beta members that I wouldn't be on this week with them. There was no way I could 
kind of juggle it all. And what's what's interesting is that I definitely get asked a lot, how do you, I can't believe you handle all this stuff. How can you be doing all these things? I don't. There are lots of gaping holes in my life. I'm not going to lie about that, that where there are periods of time where I don't take care of myself. Like I want to say, I've been I'm moving out of a phase right now where I just haven't taken care of myself physically. And I think that that's what happens when life happens, when something happens in your life and it takes the priority spot, you have to like walk away from those other things that you thought were priorities. So right now I'm doing the minimum viable work possible. Now, is that going to be changing in the near future? Yes, but the truth is I'm a mom and I know that there are a lot of parents and moms and dads out there who are running their own business and it's a juggling act. And on some days, one priority is the priority and on another day, another thing is the priority. So just understand that you're the people, even, even as much as I want you to launch, I also know that when you're there for the people in their life, your life as they need you and as you need them, you that alone is going to give you the juice, the fuel, what you need, that energy to get through your launches. So don't discount that. Don't look at them as maybe interrupting your business or interrupting your life. That is not helping. <laughs> you actually want to be there for those people because they're going to be there for you when you need them. Anyway, so this was a bit of a departure this week. I know that in my uh, latest uh, series of interviews, and if you haven't caught up on those, I did a bunch of, um, I, ha I don't even want to say interviews. I had a, a bunch of amazing conversations over the past couple of months. This summer has been just fabulous with being able to reconnect and connect with some folks that you know, I've been meaning to have on the show for a while. If you haven't heard James Wed Wedmore's interview, um, definitely go back a couple weeks and listen to that. We spoke with Debbie Hodge, who's also an amazing teacher last week. We have Jada Selner a couple weeks ago, and we also have Jenny She, Natasha Vorampovia. These are some really, um, well, they're business owners I depend on, and I look to, for example, if I don't actually depend on them. I always look at them as examples of that calm, that prioritization, um, and the non-hustle approach to running the business. So hopefully you check up on those. Um, little quick little announcement that next week we're going to see what happens with the podcast. I do not have anything scheduled because I was thinking maybe I would do one from the new place. So we'll see if that works out. And either way, in a couple weeks, we're going to start the unofficial, but it was really important for me to mark it as a chapter and a closing of a book. I'm going to start the volume two, season two, maybe I'll call it volume two of Fearless Launching. And we're going to start a new series of podcasts um, in September, which I'm super excited about. I'm excited to really just start this new chapter of life, but also using that energy to really start start fresh on a bunch of different things that I've been working on. So that is it. I would, of course, love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what kind of launch dark spots have you had to face and have you had to deal with. And instead of looking at them 
what I challenge you to do is not just tell me about something that happened, but tell me about something that happened, what you learned from it, and how you turned it around and can actually use it the next time you launch. Because nothing is without the lesson. And as Tony Robbins has said, I, I love this quote. I've heard this multiple times. I've used this multiple times. Things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. So just think about your launches. It's not something that's happening to you or to your business, but it's happening for you and for your business. All right, guys, have a great rest of your week. This is my final sign off from the Seattle area, and I will speak to you from sunny Southern California next. Have a great one, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.